This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1248. Did you say too much on IELTS speaking? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we answer a listener question from China. She emailed us right after taking her IELTS speaking exam and was really worried about what happened on her test. Find out why the examiner might stress you out on test day so you're ready to be cool, calm, and confident on your next exam. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm wonderful. <laughs> I hesitated. The verdict because, is wonderful. Because I looked out the window and it's like gray and rainy. You cannot still. let the weather determine your mood. Exactly. We're wonderful you anyway. Man. So I did have to like pause. I was like, well, it looks sad outside, but I'm not sad. I'm great. <laughs> I love it. How's the weather in Arizona? I'm sure it's actually it's like... been kind of gray and dreary the really? last few days, but I'm loving it because any weather is a change. So it's nice. It's usually <laughs> always true. sunny. So I've kind of enjoyed the rain, but it does <laughs> ruin awesome. things. I was supposed to play sand volleyball Sunday, but we couldn't because it was raining all day. So yeah. that's the tricky thing. We're not used to in Arizona having the weather interrupt our plans. How dare they? <laughs> well, my brother and his family live in Flagstaff and they were skiing so much all weekend. So much they snow. So and much Flagstaff snow. is in Arizona, you guys. So it's true. It's Depends on where you are in pocket. Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's get to it. We have an awesome question uh, from a listener in China. Thank you, Kun Yao, for writing this, uh, for writing us this wonderful email. There's a lot of great points she makes um, asking questions about her speaking exam and just sort of commenting on some delightful ways she's preparing with us. So we're going to go through this email and comment as we go, because there is a lot of things we can teach you guys today. So you know what to expect on your speaking exam. Okay. And yes. we could explain this weird examiner behavior because there is an explanation. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I think that a lot of the questions that she sent in, you guys either will have on test day if, or have possibly taken the exam and had the same questions or seen the same strange things. So I think this is going to be great to go through the email, sort of pick it apart, answer about all these things so that you guys either can expect it or can understand why these strange things happen. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, cool. Let's get into this. So uh, Kunyao said that she took her academic IELTS exam and she wrote us that same day because she was kind of worried about her speaking mm -hmm. test, guys. So um, she said that she started to listen to the All Ears English podcast in 2019. And then when deciding to do IELTS, she started listening to this podcast during her commute. So nice. guys, if you don't listen to the All Ears English podcast, you really should be. Um, Aubrey's on there a lot. Aubrey, what do you think IELTS students get out of the All Ears English podcast? I think about this a lot. I feel like almost every episode I record with Lindsay, at some point during the episode, I'm like, I hope our IELTS students are listening to this because there's yeah. great phrasal verbs, idioms, just tips to sound more native and natural. Right. right. And then it's just great listening comprehension practice. So you absolutely need to follow All Ears English wherever you find your podcasts. It'll help you prepare for IELTS and for just improving your overall English. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, so she says that, of course, she just took the test. She doesn't have her score, but she uh, feels that the IELTS Energy podcast has been really useful for her IELTS prep preparation. So that makes us very happy. Thank you, Kunya. All right, so let's get into the question. Aubrey, can you read a little bit about her um, question? Yeah, she says, I have a question for my speaking test today. I felt a little bit down after the speaking section because I was interrupted several times during part three. I'm not sure if I said too much, but those questions are quite general and I felt that it was challenging to give very short answers. Okay, and let's stop Yeah, here. let's stop there. Um, okay, so that's terrible that you felt sad after the speaking test. Like that, that breaks I, my heart. I want you guys I to do. Feel Oh, want to point that. out this amazing vocab she used to say I felt right? a little bit down. Totally. So many students would say I felt a little sad or I felt yeah. disappointed. But this idiomatic language, I can tell she's been really improving good. her vocabulary. If you use that phrase on IELTS, the examiner will be impressed. I felt a little bit down. It was really good. Um, so she says that she was interrupted several times during part three. Um, you should expect to be interrupted these days on the speaking test, guys, because the examiner is being held to stricter timing um, guidelines. And we've talked about that on the show before, how the examiner role has changed a little bit. So the examiner will interrupt you because we're required to ask you a certain number of questions. And if we don't, then we get in trouble because we're not doing our job, right? Um, so being interrupted is not a bad sign, right? But then she's like, I don't know if I said too much, but the questions were really general and it was hard to give a short answer. Um, are the questions general in part three, Aubrey, do you think? Usually not. Well, I guess if, if what she means is I was being asked about how something affects society in general, sort of society as a whole, she wasn't being asked specifically about maybe, you know, one person or herself. I could see thinking of it that way as general. And the, I feel like the answer here is that no matter what the details you're giving right away, if you're answering on topic, even if you're staying kind of general or taking it detailed right away both are right right as long as you're answering the question what i could see being a problem is if you feel like if you're sort of rambling for quite a while before you get to answering the question yeah. and they have to interrupt you before you've ever really even answered it that's right. when i can see oh this is stressful because that's affecting your score you're not able to answer the question 
It hurts your fluency score. Right. Exactly. And it's probably affecting your vocabulary score, to be honest, because you're not giving specific things about the topic. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's it is challenging to give a short answer in part three. Yes, because the questions are I wouldn't say they're general. Um, they're asking you about specific things, right? A specific function connected to a topic, like um, compare the past and present regarding um, libraries or education, whatever. So I, I would don't think they're general, but definitely challenging to give a short answer. Um, but again, like, it's not a bad sign if the examiner stops you, right? That just means you have more to say. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah, one um, but like Aubrey said, sorry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, but like Aubrey said, do get to the point immediately. You have to directly answer that question right away. Yes. My thought is if you hear a part three question and it seems super general, you maybe missed a part of it or you were thinking about something while they finished the question. I feel like that could maybe happen so mm -hmm. that if you're thinking like, man, this is just kind of general it would not hurt to ask for the question to be repeated because sure. you maybe missed the part that's giving that's you the more specific idea. topic. Yeah, totally. That's great advice. Um, okay, let's get to the rest of her question. There's a lot more interesting tidbits in here. Some real inside the exam information. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I'll read this next chunk here. And the examiner with a poker face kept asking me to give examples. Let's pause there because I love this thought of the so examiner good. having a poker face. They have to, right? They're not supposed to give you reactions or, or let you know with their face that you're doing mm -hmm. well. So prepare for that. Be ready for that, right? That was my challenge as an examiner. I mean, I guys... You could imagine if like, especially if you're watching this on YouTube, I do not have a poker face. So a poker face means that you hide your emotions. You don't show your emotions. Come on. That's not me. Um, so that was hard. <laughs> yes. But the right. examiner should, right? They're supposed we to give you that to. poker face. Yeah. They have to. So be ready for that. I feel like that's one way you can prepare. Expect that. Be ready for that. But then this to be asked to give examples, yeah. right? And she said this made her feel tense. So this could happen yeah. if you're that's answering stressful. a question, but not getting on topic, not really answering the question. Or you're repeating the examiner yourself. Might Yes, repeating mm -hmm. yourself, the examiner might interrupt you and ask you to give an example to try and get you to directly answer the question. Yeah, so that definitely is um, something that you have to be aware of, pay attention to that. If the examiner asks you to give an example, it means you are being too general, you're going off topic and or you're repeating yourself. That's what it means right. if the examiner asks you to give an example, because we don't always do that at all. Um, that is just one of our options because examiners are very limited in what we're allowed to say to you on the speaking exam. So this is one thing we are allowed to say to try and nudge you to give us better English and give you a better score, right? Um, so that's that's really like the only way we can sort of nudge you in the right direction. So uh, that is, that's a red flag right there. 
you know, if the examiner says that. Definitely, right? We're recognizing that for some reason the examiner is needing to jump in and help a little bit. So this is definitely where mm -hmm. you would want to adjust the way you're answering. And the best way to do that is as soon as you get a question, answer it pretty directly right away, right? You may need a filler yep. phrase to give yourself a chance to think about it, but be careful not to ramble and sort of take a long time to get to the point because the examiner, there's so, such close time restrictions. Yeah. They may have to stop you before you ever answer the question. Yeah, you have to answer directly and give specific details and examples right away guys um all right awesome so if you want to know everything the examiner is looking for in speaking and writing get into the three keys ielts course guys go to allearsenglish.com slash k-e-y-s um all right aubrey awesome i'll uh i'll see you next week awesome bye jessica bye Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.